Sunday pour, we are back. Coming to you Monday night, smack dab in the middle of Ravens Chiefs. Uh, Champs are looking good, double digit lead here in the second quarter. Uh, NBA Finals are in stone, the MLB postseason is set, Stanley Cup is in the building in Edmonton tonight. And the uh, NFL is off and running, which is where we're going to start. But first, I'll bring in my cousin, my co-host. How was your week three? What are you drinking? Uh, I, I can't say it was my best week, but uh, that's why we have a drink in front of us. I got It's my Monday night tradition. I got a little beam in front of me once again. All right. Monday night beam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man. How was your week three? I missed you yesterday morning, but... Uh, Heard you had a good time. Yeah, I had, a, I had, a, I had an awesome time. <laughs> Glad I had a, a little breakfast, and I bounced around a little bit. I went and saw our mutual friend, Lyle. Oh, well, your friend. Not, I wouldn't say mutual. Yeah, I forgot the nickname. <laughs> oh, Cancel. I was, I, was trying to think of his, I was trying to think of his nickname we have for him on the show. I went to Cancel's house and uh, watched the 1 o'clock there, and then I came back home. For the four o'clocks and uh, lit the grill in between the four o'clocks and eight thirties, the little wings. Ooh, nice! Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's a nice little Sunday right there. It is nice, nice way to cap off the week or start the week, whichever way you want to look at it. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was a rough one yesterday. Uh, I don't I don't know who the most unwatchable team in the NFL is right now, but it might be the New York Giants. It might be the two teams that are closest to our home. Yes, yes. Um, I'll let you take the. Sh- I'll let you take the floor because I didn't watch too much of the Giants. I had more red zone on one o'clock, so I watched. The- way, I watched way too much of the Giants game yesterday, and uh, you know what sucks about being a Giants fan, and right now is just there's not nothing's going to change anytime soon. This is who we're who we're riding with for now. For now, I can go in. I can tell you how fucking much I hate Gettleman. I could tell you. How much you know? Danny Jones isn't working out. I can tell you how much Joe Judge didn't have his team prepared to play a decimated San Francisco 49ers team yesterday. But you're gonna run with it. You're gonna ride with it for the rest of the year. Uh, you know you're you're stuck with Jones. You're stuck with Judge. Nobody's going anywhere. This is it. This is it. The only hope is that at some point Gettleman loses his job, and then guess what? We start this whole thing all over again. So you can call into Sports Talk Radio, call for all these guys' heads, say that, say all this shit, and you're just asking for a, re- a reset. That's it. I don't want. I don't want to deal with this because it's embarrassing. Yesterday, you had a team that was missing 47 starters. <laughs> I know you were missing your your best player, but you know what? This is back to back weeks. This team is on the East Coast. They're away from home. They're in, they're in your home field. You got to have them at least ready to play yesterday. And that's the only thing that really bothers me about yesterday's game is that that team was not ready to compete against a team that they should have had at least a little bit of a punch against. I'm not saying they should have beat the 49ers. I'm not looking for big-time wins for the, from the New York Giants. But you got to put up a, a fight at least, especially yesterday, a game that you had a chance to be in. Okay, you, you had a chance, you know, you weren't in the Steelers game, but you were in it early enough. You had a chance at the end of the Bears game. Bears, another fucking story, the Chicago Bears, but we'll get to that at some point. Um, but, you know, you should you should have – it was close enough early. You got to keep it tight. And then the end of the first half happens. Danny Jones throws another pick. And it's just like, all right, 
the wheels are coming off. And then, and then it's from there on out, it is unwatchable, miserable, depressing football. It's not even worth watching. And then I, at some point, I switched over myself to the red zone. And it was just, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I was, and I was watching the red zone and the Patriots. Yeah, the red, the red zone. Thank God for the red zone with uh, the local teams that, you know, we have uh, are stuck watching. Because the Giants and Jets have been, you know, the last five to seven years haven't exactly been kind to those franchises. No, uh, you, no. you mentioned the word hope. And it's funny because I felt like the first two weeks – Watching the Giants, there was some hope. There was some fight in them. And then yesterday, it just felt like the Shermer Giants again. Just ineptitude top to bottom, like a sense of just not belonging on the same field as the Niners. And yeah. I got to be honest, I know because I picked the Giants, maybe I'm saying this. Yesterday felt more like a Giants loss than it did a Niners win. Give the Niners credit. They took care of business. Niners but, came to play, man. The Niners came to play. It did. It just felt like the Giants no. would have lost to anybody yesterday. That's that's true. But I got I gave the Niners credit because they were decimated. They were on a field they didn't like. They uh, um, they, they were on the like I said they were on the East Coast for the second straight week. They they could have just rolled over and died. They could have been dogs yesterday, and they weren't. They came out and they kicked ass. All right. They 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 out prepared. They out coached. They outperformed. They outclassed the New York Giants yesterday. That's all there is to it. So you want you want to chalk it up to a, a Giants loss, and that's fine because that aspect is there too. But the 49ers, they came to play. They're they're a better team, top to, top to bottom. Their backups were a better team than most of our starters. Yeah, you're a game out of first place, though. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's that's that's the fucking depressing thing about it too is is uh, you have the NFC East, which is just atrocious right now. Yeah. It's a miserable league, and you're not in any position to take advantage of it. None whatsoever. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, let me ask you this. Let's say the, the wheels come off, right? This is, yeah. this is technically Jones' first full season, right? Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's impossible to play out how the, last, you know, the next 13 games are going to play out. But mm-hmm. you're not ruling out Trevor Lawrence, right, if you guys go 2-14 and 14 this year? You're not that linked to Daniel Jones, or you are? Um, I am not linked to him, but I, I, I think they are. Um, well, who drafted him, Gettleman? Yeah, it's Gettleman's guy, yeah. Right, so I can so, see a scenario where if Gettleman gets canned, kind of like what the Cardinals did, I'm not sure if their GM got fired. But, right, they brought in Kingsbury, and then, yeah, he just kind of wanted his guy. In yeah, there. he yep. was like, yeah. I mean, we have the number one overall pick. I don't care if Josh Rosen was here only a year. Like, we're drafting Murray. Yeah. I could see. Uh, I don't think the Giants are going to be that bad, only because there's a couple. The Jets are worse. I even think like the Redskins, who are in their division, might be worse than the Giants. Although I'm not sure. Um, uh, so I don't know. I don't think the Giants are going to be that bad, but it's on the table. Yeah, look, yesterday was really fucking bad, but it is, it is week three, and I'm not trying to. I'm not an optimist at all when it comes to when it comes to the Giants. I've never been an optimist. At our darkest days, I've never been like, well, there's a silver lining. But in this case, it is week three. And like I said, you're stuck with these guys. So let's see something from Dan Jones. Like, I get no pleasure being right that Dan Jones stinks. I got no pleasure from that. Yeah. If he turns it around and we see something out of him, that, you know, the, you know for the rest of the season, that's great. You know, you take, you take it. You take whatever you can get from this kid and, say, and build on it. You know, and get something with – if Judge can get something out of this team, that I mean, 
you know, that's what good coaching is, though. That's what great coaching is, is you get a team, you're, you're down and out, you got Saquon's out, but you got an opportunity. You guys got to come out yesterday and be prepared. You got to come out yesterday and get ready to hit somebody in the mouth. But they, they, just, they, they, couldn't, took a, they couldn't take a punch, and they rolled over when, when the going got tough. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, embarrassing all around. You hope that's rock bottom, you know what I mean? You hope that Well, that's... I mean, they're 13-point underdogs this week, so. Well, that's great. <laughs> you, if, if you come out and, you're, and you can compete for a little while in that game, mm-hmm. then there's something. And you say, okay, look, last week was an aberration. It was just, we had, it, was a bad, it was a bad Sunday. You know, we kind of, you know, maybe we, were, maybe, maybe we were down because we were missing Saquon. We were all kind of broken by that a little bit. And which, you know, for one week, I'll, if things kind of get better from here now, I can accept that. But, you know, um, if they come out next week and they just get waxed again and there's no fight and there's no, pos- there's no like, positive uh, uh, signs anywhere, much like there was this week, it's going to, I mean, it's going to get ugly real quick. Yeah. The bloom's off the Joe Judge Rose. Yeah. Yeah. It's off. You could survive um, a couple of weeks, but once you start, you got to put one in the win column when you're a new coach, I feel like. Yes, for sure. You know what I mean? 0 and 2, 0 and 3. Okay, team, it's a different regime. Uh, the effort, well, the effort wasn't there, but you know, team's playing hard. Jesus, Mahomes. Just waxing them. Um, and eventually, uh, just eventually, you got to put one in the win column because Matt Rule got his first one yesterday. Yeah, man, new, I'm telling you, new coaches, uh, you got to get off the schneid because it, it, you'd be surprised how, uh, you know, the same app, it, it uh, wears thin after on the post game. It's going up there saying the same things. You got you to gotta put a couple of wins in the win column. And uh, oh, yeah. that's, that's Judge's first step. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to come this week. They have a pretty tough schedule coming up. I think the Rams and uh, I forget who they have after that. I think they have to play the NFC West. So that's going to be tough. Uh, I could I'm be wrong. Get, they were going get, through the schedule today on the fan, and they said it was tough, so I don't know. It's like the Rams, the Cowboys. Oh, Rams, Cowboys, okay. And then uh, maybe Washington after that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, hey, it's like I said, you hope it's rock bottom. You hope that's it. You hope it's just like, all right, shit, we, fu- we fucked up. We're not going to do that again. And they and they come back next week and, uh, and got something in the tank. But. You know, that's just one of those. It's just, it's a long week after a loss like that. Yeah. So hopefully, it's, hopefully it's long forgotten. Uh, shit. Well, I don't know what was the. I guess the game of the day yesterday was the was the Bears game, Bears Falcons. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because because the Falcons. Uh, I mean, it's make headlines again. <laughs> it it is it is unbelievable. I mean, they were a big. It was a forgotten game on the red zone for a while, and then uh, you know Nick Foles put on a Superman shirt, big dick Nick, <laughs> and uh, brought him back one you know once again against this. <laughs> I mean, it's pathetic. It's, uh, it's just... I, Hall of Fame Matt Ryan is really Hall of Fame Matt Ryan is really hurting his uh, his case. <laughs> yeah. Um... This this one was tough. I was actually my brother actually bet the Bears as soon as they put Foles in on the money line. Live wow. bet. And I wow. saw I saw Portnoy did the same thing too. I think it was like plus seven fifty. I don't know who that is. What who? Dave Portnoy? 
Yeah, I know who that is. Uh, all right. I didn't know you guys had a beef. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you're, you're putting out random names. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Foles comes in. I actually missed the very end of this game because uh, I left before it was – I left after, like, the Bills game. I think the Bills game got over first. And I was following it on my phone on the way home only when I was at stoplights, not, you know, when I was driving. And I just, yeah. just knew yeah. it was coming. You just knew it was coming. You knew the Falcons were going to blow it. And when I, was handi- when I was handicapping this game, it was Falcons minus three. And I said, it's an unbettable game because you're either laying points with the Falcons, which is impossible to do, or you're taking Mitch Trubisky on the road. And I think both kind of reared its ugly head. Yeah. What I didn't account yeah. for was Foles coming in and scoring three touchdowns in like a seven-minute span in the fourth quarter. I mean, because they were down 26-10 with like eight minutes left in this game. All, all, all I had in my notes from last week was uh, next to Atlanta, and just said, they will fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but I was but the same boat, though. Like, I, I had no intention of betting the Bears either. I mean, it was just that was a, that was a total stay-away game. Oh, yeah, the definition of a stay-away game. Yeah. And uh, for most of the game, you, you saw why you don't want to bet the Bears in that spot. But then, I mean, the Falcons just – I mean, do they not know how to play uh, offense with a lead? No, it's it's been a it's it's been a struggle for years now. At this point, I mean, it's just. I mean, do they practice it, it those situations? Jesus, run the clock out, run the ball, short passes. I don't know. I'm no offensive expert. I'm not Bill Walsh, but it seems like they they make things a little too difficult. And they have the good off like they have a good offense. They were Maybe doing they whatever missed- they wanted. They were shredding the Bears for most of this game. Maybe they missed Devontae Freeman. Maybe maybe need him in to come on and uh, eat the clock in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't know. They missed something. They missed, <laughs> they missed something. I don't know who they're off. It's Sarkeesian. I don't know. I know Shanahan used to be their offensive coordinator. He got some of the blame. I mean, it's the head coach. He's got to go. Plain and simple. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's, at this point, it's an epidemic down there. Uh, is it too soon to use that word? Or no, no. pandemic. So. No, I yeah, think no, it is a pandemic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Is there is uh, Dan Quinn is the coronavirus of the Atlanta Falcons? Of, he's a coronavirus of fourth quarter leads for sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was uh, it's just it's unbelievable to to see that. And he, I don't know if you feel bad. No, I don't, I don't feel bad for any fan base. But no, I don't. If I felt if I I might feel bad for the Atlanta Falcons fan base, but not not nope, not today. I have no love in my heart for anybody. So no, nah, because the Atlanta sports fan is kind of a shitty sports fan. They can't even sell out. Baseball, uh, like Braves games back in the day when they were winning all those division titles. So, fuck. That. That's a good point. That's a good point. The Hawks, yeah. eh, I don't know. Atlanta <laughs> Thrashers are gone. They're extinct. I mean, because they are bad fans. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, yeah, so that Bears game, that was a wow, classic. Calling out, calling out the Atlanta fan base. Oh, horrible fan base. Notoriously <laughs> horrible. Uh, so that the Bears game that was an example of the two and zero versus zero and two. Sure, yeah. And there was a couple other games like that. Tennessee, Minnesota, the two and zero team came out on top. Pittsburgh, yep. Houston, same thing. Two and zero versus zero and two. I always look at those as trap games because you're automatically gonna like the two and zero team. Mm-hmm. And actually, in both those games, the Titans won. I think they covered. So I guess if you took the Vikings, you won. And Pittsburgh ended up hanging around and. Covering the yep. Owen, the two and oh, oh, and two game that ended up being the trap game was Lions Cardinals. 
Yeah, which we which we had said uh, last week for sure. It was it was one of those. It's going to be a letdown game, or possibly for a letdown game. And and sure enough, Arizona. There's always one. Oh and two, two and oh. There's always one, and that was the one. But that's the thing with the, with the lines is it just the second you're ready to bury them, they come out and they they show you a little something. I know. And they'll come back and they'll shoot themselves in the foot. I know. They play, they, I know. Don't let me take them against the Saints this week because I already like it. <laughs> Getting four at home against the Saints. That's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. I but, know. yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not ready to, to bet against the Saints against a team like Detroit. No, I can't do it. I, it but that's just show. I mean, they, they should be 2-1. and one. They should have beat the Bears. All right, you lose in Lambeau, that's fine. And then a big win against the Cardinals. Right, but when you say things like they should be, like then you're going to – on Monday next week, you're like, well, they should have won that game yesterday, and here's why they didn't. Yeah, it's a whole lot of ifs. Another should have. Oh, man. That was (laughs) – it's getting out of his hands. Let me tell you something. And we don't talk about fantasy on the show, but one, like, it's – you can't – it's impossible to to sit here and root against Mahomes. Mm Mm-hmm. Not because you want to win the game, but because he's just not gonna he's not gonna lose. He's gonna put up all kinds of points. You don't want to have Mahomes going against your team on a Monday night. It's just a helpless. It's a helpless, helpless feeling. No, you don't want to go against Mahomes. No, I think yeah, I, I was the guy was down like twenty six, and I'm done. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> um, and I would argue that the other game of the day, Seahawks Cowboys. Yeah. Russ, yeah. Russ continues to be the MVP, and it's just I'm flabbergasted that the Cowboys found a way not to cover that game. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. It's tough to bet against Russ, man, because that that's another one where he might surprise you one time. And they were they were insisting on playing the game that you were talking about on Thursday on the show. Yeah, about how they just kind of let a team stick around, stick around, stick around, and then find a way at the end to. You know, hit win by a field and goal. He or fumbled you know, the ball out of the end zone when he's running in. Metcalf, you saw that? Yeah, yeah, early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, they insisted on keeping that game close. They let Dallas hang around, um, but not long enough to cover though. No, and then I mean, unbelievable how they beat how he beats them on a long deep pass there at the end. Like the Seahawks, to me, were more than happy to kick a field goal there and go yeah. up two. Like they, oh, they, they were, were saying it. They were saying it in telecast. Yeah, they're saying it in telecast. Go down there and get your three. Wow. Yeah, you know, and they would have won by two, which is exactly what I expected Seahawks to win—a close game. Yep. Not for nothing. Bucker since last week hasn't. The guy's missing extra points. He's missing forty-two yarders. <laughs> <laughs> can we, are we can, can we keep him uh, out of the Hall of Fame for another week or so? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, he's doing. They're up. They're up by seventeen. Well, I that. was led to believe. I never was a Harrison Bucker guy. I didn't like realize he was good. And then last week, they made it sound like he was, you know, God's gift to kicking. <laughs> and now the guy can't hit an extra point. He's missing forty-two yards. Justin Tucker's perfect on the night. Yeah, Tucker. <laughs> he's no Tucker. He's no Tucker. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it played out exactly how I expected. Only. Seattle obviously hits the deep task there. And, you know, obviously, I mean, the Cowboys were just, it's just typical Cowboys. And, you know, Seahawks are more than happy to kick a field goal there and win by two. And the Cowboys just like, nope, right this way. You know, ba- steady camp shot in Goodfellas right through the back door. You know what I mean? Um, I told you the over, the over hits. Dallas obviously didn't hit. And then once, once they score a touchdown, there's no doubt in my mind Seahawks were getting a two-point conversion. 
because <laughs> that was a big two-point conversion because that point spread actually hovered. It was four and a half at one point, but it was also five to five and a half some places. It may have even gone off at five and a half. So that two-point yeah. conversion was huge, and there's, there was no doubt they were getting a two-point conversion. <laughs> and then there was no doubt that the Cowboys weren't going to score no. on that final drive. Just uh, no. And they're going to win the NFC, so it doesn't even matter. They may even lose to the Browns this week. It doesn't matter. We're going to come on here saying the same thing. It's their division. Uh, seven, it, seven and nine, maybe. It now. We could be. Nine and seven. It could be seven and nine, eight and eight. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be hosting a wild card weekend in that 4-5 matchup like they usually do, probably against you know, the best team in the NFC West that doesn't win it. They can't, they can't stop anybody, the Cowboys. They cannot stop anybody. Yeah, they're a little banged up on defense too, though. So I'm not going to yeah. kill – their defense might be better throughout the, uh, throughout the season. I think they'll improve. But, yeah, no, it's not a, not a Super Bowl team like uh, many people were led to believe. Every year for the past 20 years is the year the Cowboys are going to figure it out. It's, it's been – I mean, it's a, it's a nasty cycle if you're a Cowboys fan. It's just – there's people just want – they just want to bring this team back from the dead. But they, you can't. If you can't have the same, the same personnel. Um, oh, you brought in Mike McCarthy, yeah, because he had such great success with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. who obviously loved him so much. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. They they won, but I mean, was it was it because of Mike McCarthy or despite Mike McCarthy? No love lost between him and Rodgers. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was right. It wasn't like he's got this great relationship with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So I don't, I don't know why they thought this, that he was the savior that they needed. Um, much like I don't know why the Giants thought uh, Garrett was the savior they needed, but that's a whole other story. We we already did the Giants. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess the other game of uh, I guess we're we're just blessing things games of the day now, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know where that came from, but uh, I, the Bills Rams game down to the wire, I, the Bills give a big lead in the second half. They blew and, a twenty-eight uh, three lead of their own. Yeah, yeah, and uh, ended up they they end up getting the breaks at the end of the game, pulling away at the end to take take the win. Yeah, big break but, there at the end. I mean, they they were on fire. They were unstoppable in the first half. Josh Allen looked like uh, he was going to give Russell Wilson a run for his money for the MVP. And he's I mean, top five. He's I'll give yeah, him top five. Yeah, through three weeks, he's in discussion still for sure. Um, Lamar's out of the top five after this first half. Right. We'll see what he does in the second half. We though. will maybe, see. Maybe, maybe well, no, he'll be as, back as of right now. Yeah. yeah. But you know, <laughs> we an, an hour from now, we'll see. You're stat. You're the MVP stat tracker right now in real time. I am. Well, I want my rankings, and hopefully, hopefully, a lot more accurate than than Yahoo's fucking stat tracker. Yeah, I, I don't know. To, I, I don't went, know what happened. I went there. to bed last night thinking I was a goddamn champion, and I wake up this morning and they fucked me out of a point. You never know. You can't always. You can't always trust I the stat know. tracker. I know. Yeah, was, they don't right. account for some some things. Yeah, I count for my fucking nuts in their face. All right, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Yahoo, um, Bills Rams. But that uh, that I, that comeback, that drive, they it wasn't pretty. That comeback to, to win it at the end. Yeah, the, it wasn't pretty. I'm not like like I'm I'm more of a Josh Josh Allen guy than you are, but uh, that I wasn't impressed by the game winning drive. They got a lot of gifts. He had, I mean, he had a uh, had his own penalty at some point, face mask penalty. Yeah, 
He got a gift on the pass interference. Gift. The game's he over. He did. It was third and 22 when he converted, and that was probably the best play, probably the biggest play of the drive. Yeah, um, that, definitely. To, dig, uh, but to that, Diggs, I think. I think it was a Diggs, and yeah. Diggs has and, been huge. Huge addition. But he slings it, though. He's got a gun, Alan. He yeah. put he just he he puts it on a fucking line to wherever wherever he's throwing. Like he is throwing seeds out there. Um, yeah, force to be reckoned with, man. That's your pick. And yeah. you said and you said it yesterday. If you're gonna be a Super Bowl team, you're gonna you're gonna need games like that where you get a break here. Oh there. yeah, I mean Jesus, every year you see that. Every year yep. you see that you're gonna need breaks along the way. Yeah, I lo- I looked at that as like the contender pretender bowl. I think I I uh, deemed it. Sure. And I don't know. I think the Rams are still good. I didn't, I don't come out of there thinking they're. I think the Rams are good, and I think it's weird because I, th- I I came out of that game almost thinking more positively about the Rams just because of the adjustments they made in the second half. Yeah, but obviously yeah. the Bills win the game, and you know they're three and zero. We'll see. I think it's um interesting game that they play. I think they play Oakland this week. Uh, it's like four twenty five game. That's a good measuring stick game for both teams. That's that's a yeah. measuring stick game. That's yeah, a, for sure. They need, yeah, the Oakland needs that game. Uh, to kind of really see where they're at because everybody and their mother knew New England was going to beat them <laughs> this past weekend. Yeah, I know, I know. I, and, I guessed the one pick I got right, and uh, I should have taken it on the King of the Hill, and I didn't. And everybody was riding high after that win against uh, New Orleans. It seemed too right, easy. So the, that was the problem. Yeah, so we'll see. you're right. This is going to be that's this going to be a good. Uh, a good barometer of where or where these teams are, and they, I, that might be the Rams take, you know, putting the Raiders back in their place a little bit. Yeah. Um, um, so you mentioned New England. So that was just classic Belichick. Exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, just took care of business. Didn't let Jacobs get anything. You know, they took Waller out of the game. Took Waller. Yep. And then and Carr. I mean, what it looked like Carr. That's exactly what you expect. That he Belichick just has a way of finding the weaknesses, or finding your strengths, and taking them away, and forcing you towards your weaknesses. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was. If you don't have a great quarterback, I, I mean, it, you kind of just know Belichick's gonna make that guy beat you, beat him. Yeah, you know yep. that's mm-hmm. then that's that. Yeah, um, Rex Burkhead big day, and then you know the Raiders scored a touchdown there at the end for window dressing. But it was basically and Cam didn't you know a good. He didn't even have a good game. No, he, he didn't no. do much. But well, he didn't. He didn't really did have enough. to. Yeah, did enough. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I pro- actually did profit on that game. I came out of retirement just to. Nice again. Patriots minus seven. <laughs> and then I threw. I threw all the winnings on uh, Packers money line last night. So it felt good to get back in the win column a little bit. Nice, good, good. Yeah, you earned it. You deserved it. I did. I did, and. Th- before we, get to the, the pack, pack, before we get to the Packers game, I want to do one more day game, if you don't mind. All right. Um, Bengals and Eagles. <laughs> Two teams. One That game was terrible for one team and a step for the other team. Yeah, I feel like that's how ties are a lot of times. There's always – even though when teams tie, there's, there's mm-hmm. one team that feels like they kind of won and there's one team that feels like they kind of lost. And yeah, the Eagles very lost. Clear, yeah, very clear cut. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, which was which? The Eagles lost. Doug Peterson lost. And it was, even though they came back and tied it up, they were, they were going to actually lose the game outright in, the, you know, in, in regulation. They tied it up. Getting the overtime was not enough for that team. 
Uh, and that's a team that just doesn't fucking that forgot how to win. They they just completely lost any sort of competitive edge. They don't know how to win anymore. And the Bengals are a team that is trying to find their way. They're trying to figure out how to win. Right. And I feel like, and that's the problem. They're playing a team that has no idea how to win, which means they should be the ones. I mean, they're the veteran club. You know, no, you the Eagles. Shouldn't, yeah. You shouldn't be tying the Bengals. Yeah. No, no. The Eagles need to figure out a way out there. I mean, just not going for um, when they punted in overtime. It was just. Come on, man. Go, go, go for it. All right. What are you fucking like? What are you saving your fucking breath for? Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. It's just no, no balls, no, uh, no fucking will. To, and they're showing Wentz dive into the end zone. And like on that drive, that Wentz drive, it's like, like, oh yeah, I remember. I kind of remember Carson once a couple years ago. I was a little bit scared of him. Was, he's like, he was a pretty good quarterback. And I had a little, little potential. And then, uh, you know, all out the window in overtime to see that they were lifeless and dead. It's crazy. They just yeah. that just reminded me that when Boomer was doing the fast three minutes there. Did you see the hook and ladder the Chargers uh, tried in the final? I play? did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was. I mean, that was a touchdown. Yeah, easy. It was easy pickings. If they're if back, they I mean, the Chargers are back. Yeah. I had the Colts. I had the Colts labeled as new Chargers, but I think yesterday felt like the classic Chargers game. The home favorite. A team comes in that's all banged up, missing their best player, and the Chargers underperform and lose the game. It felt right. Yeah, I kind of felt like I, I should have looked at the Panthers for that. I should have known. As a rookie quarterback making his first start, I know he had a good like showing against KC the week before, but now he's had a whole week to kind of yeah, uh, you know, get in his head like, oh, okay, shit, I'm starting NFL quarterback. And it's really his first start, and you can't. The Chargers, I, I, the Chargers have a pretty good defense. I don't know. I, their defense I, is good. I think that's – yeah, I agree with that. That's probably why I was kind of – Because I think the Panthers only scored well, – I think they kicked a bunch of field goals yesterday. Uh, they scored 21 points, but I think it was only one touchdown scored. Yeah. So the, the defense right. kind of bend, bend, not break. It was just – I guess they couldn't uh, – I didn't really watch too much of that game, but they just couldn't really score. Yeah, but I mean, what I don't know what we expected from Herbert, though. You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah, I thought they'd be good enough to win that game on defense, just like a low-scoring, yeah, like twenty-three to thirteen type of game, which kind of <laughs> how the game played out. Only it was the Panthers on top. Herbert threw a pick, right? And like yesterday, uh, yeah, Herbert threw a pick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just the Panthers are, yeah, Panthers are banged up. They're missing their best player. Uh. Still find, finding a way, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to say the Chargers are back, but they're maybe. back to being. Yeah, you yeah. think they're better than the normal Chargers? I just think it's different when when you have a guy who's like a 15 year veteran doing that kind of shit. It's a little different than having a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I, know. I just meant you in know, terms I, of like there was expectation that they were supposed to win yesterday and they didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if those expectations were were properly founded or not. Yeah, man, and, and Matt Rule's off the hook because if that hook and ladder were – I don't know, Matt Rule's an offensive guy, I think. It doesn't really uh, matter. He's, yeah. he's the head coach now, so he would have been, <laughs> been getting crucified if that were. I like a good hook and ladder too. And that one was perfect except it for was, the execution. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, other uh, than that, I mean, Jets suck. Jets are uh, – yeah, Denver Jets are atrocious. Denver's a team, man. I just, yeah, speaking I, of Thursday Night Football, Jets Broncos. Can't cannot wait for it. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I think you'll be longing for the days of Jaguars Dolphins after watching <laughs> that game. I mean, thank God we got another half of uh, 
Kansas City and, and Baltimore right now because Thursday night, I mean, it's going to get here and we're going we're gonna to be pumped up for Thursday night football and then we're going to put it on. And I'm like, oh my god! Like we could really do without this. We don't. You don't need everything. Yeah. Well, baseball will be going on, so I'm not even sure I'll be watching that game. Yeah, it's tough for me. Even if the Yankees aren't playing, I think I'll find something else to watch besides Jets. <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough one. Yeah, we had a good one last night though. Packers and uh, and Saints. That was a nice game, clean game. You know, there wasn't. Uh, it was. You know, I'm not right. I know. I know. I said last week. I'm, you know, maybe ready to put dirt on the on the grave of Drew Brees, and he's not the Drew Brees of old. But if he's got weapons, he could play with them a little bit. Uh, maybe I'm ready to put the dirt on the grave of Taysom Hill, uh, yeah. who I just continues to to get all kinds of snaps and had a bad fumble last night. And I and I don't know if uh, I'm not sure I'm in on this Aaron Rodgers like anger tour. Like, I don't know if he's pissed off, and that's why he's winning. He's always been one of the all-time quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, but I think Matt LaFleur might just be the real deal. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's 13-3 and last year, starting off 3-0 this year. He's got the, he's got the best pa- Packers quarterback or Packers record through uh, what, 16, 16 games, games yeah. you know, of, of all times. Better than Charlie Lambeau, better than Lombardi, better than Holgram. Like, it, is, it was – they showed the numbers last night. I think he just might be the real deal. I think he's just a really good coach. And he's, he found a way to, I mean, not that it's any, you know, uh, feat to, like find, you know, to win with a great quarterback, but obviously it is because was, Rodgers was kind of middling, at a middling team for years, for a few years there. And now here he is kind of rejuvenated, uh, not just last year, two years in a row now. So I think LaFleur might be the real deal. Um and the Packers are a force we reckon with three and zero. Yeah, I guess and they're good. Look, look out, look out for Greenbites. I guess they are good. Yeah, yeah. Big day for Rodgers without Devontae Adams, his best weapon. Um, yeah, I don't know. Breeze just can't throw the ball on the field anymore. He could dink and dunk. He could still move an offense, but uh, I think they should have kept Teddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that was the play. Um, Get rid, of, Jameis. get rid of a guy. Uh, yeah, they do have Jameis. <laughs> Jameis can throw like, the ball on the field, but you don't know where it's going necessarily. He doesn't know where it's going. Man. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. When they get Thomas back, I think they'll they'll, they'll be better off for it. But uh, they they need all the weapons they can get uh, to kind of take. You know, they, you can't bottle up one guy. You know, what I mean, if you, if you if you're after Kamara, you can go to Thomas. You're after Thomas, you're at Kamara, and then you have uh, what's the name of the other running back, and you know, a lot yeah, of a few other weapons. So, uh, so I mean, like as long as long as he's got a full slate of weapons, he'll, he'll be competitive and he'll he'll keep he'll keep the Saints around. The Saints haven't been getting blown out or anything. They're still in these games, but no, and their defense has been terrible. That that you know, you got to yeah. mention that obviously. They've been real bad. Yeah. Yep. So, um. Yeah, but I, guess, I mean, I guess the Packers are good, and they played the Falcons Monday night. <sighs> Seven and a half point favorites. Oh man, <laughs> that's a big number. That's a big number, though, right? I mean, for well, any, yeah, because but... I mean, the, it's tough to bet against the Falcons because you know they could put up, they could drop thirty on anybody. Yeah, they'll stop scoring though at some point. Right at some at some point, they just look <laughs> around and forget what the fuck they're doing. It's 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 I mean it's just it's mind numbing. It's almost admirable how bad they are at it. <laughs> admirable, huh? It is. 
It's like because they're they're just, like if you didn't know any better, you would think they were throwing games, but they're not. This is like that's legitimately how they run their offense when they have a lead. It doesn't make any sense. All right, so baseball playoffs are set. Everything worked itself out yesterday when we were all watching football, and the Yankees opened things up tomorrow night. Well, by the time people are listening to this, it'll be tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow, Bieber versus Cole in Cleveland. Uh, I don't like our chances, let's be honest. I don't love them, man. No, I don't love them at all. I think Cleveland... I think Cleveland's bullpen is shaky. That's your only hope is you can, you can stay in a game long enough and hopefully your bullpen is just a little less shaky than them. Uh, but I don't, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. And we also haven't announced a game three starter, and they have Zach yeah, Lezak. That's a bad. It's a bad sign. We don't when your team doesn't have a, a, a third starter. I feel I'll like win. if we don't win it in two, then we're not winning a game three. Yeah. Yeah, just, you're, you're not winning with Jay Happ. I, I don't care. I know he's been great. He's been he's been really good. Hilaire just put one on the ground. That could be a game changer. Um, that brings me no comfort whatsoever. Jay Happ's been good for the past oh, eight or nine starts. No, no. I think he was good at the end of 2018 too, and then he started Game One in Fenway, and we, you know got knocked around. So Didn't really work out well. Yeah. Well, that was he was a he was a Red Sox killer. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I, I feel like if it goes to Game Three, we're not winning. We got to take care of business the first two games, and we've been a terrible road team, so I don't expect that to happen. And the Indians have kind of surged a little. Not that that really means anything. I can give you a million examples when a team was hot going in the playoffs and shit the bed, and vice mm-hmm. versa. That year, the Tigers. We lost to the Tigers in the first round. The Tigers blew the division that weekend. Mm-hmm. They limped in. So that part I don't really doesn't really matter that Cleveland got hot. Um, I just don't. I mean, you can't lead the league in errors and win the World Series. And I don't have any facts to back that up. But if you lead the league in errors, you don't win the World Series, right? Yeah, you got to be tight on defense. Any, any mistake in October is ten times worse than the mistake in August. Yeah, we're, we're literally the is. worst defensive team in baseball. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it's mag- and it has only gotten worse too. Like the last two weeks or last week has been just atrocious, sloppy. Yeah, and yeah, and now Boone. Oh, we got Boone can say we got to tighten up what you want, but I mean, unless you're putting new defensive players out there, how are they going to tighten it up? <laughs> no, I don't. This I don't is think the, so. the guys are who you have. That's it. You have Voight, whoever he loves Voight, but he's a butcher at first. He is. I like Voight, but he had a, he's been better offensively than I could have ever imagined. But I mean, the guy just he's got bricks for hands. Yep. Yeah, you have Glaber, who is uh, unreliable at at best. He's unreliable. Growing pains over there, short, which is what I was worried about. He leads the. I don't. I don't know if it said he led the league in errors or if he led the league for shortstops in error for errors. He has nine, I think. Uh, not good though. Oof, that's tough because he didn't play the whole season. So he. he I know he, he had a DL stint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean we've talked about it, and I, on top of that, I don't think the Yanks have like. Just that grit factor. They have they have no stones. No. To me, they're they're kids. They're not winners yet, man. They don't know what it takes to win. And I, I've never seen anything from this. I think Cole's got a little bit in him, um, but he's just one guy. You know what I mean? He's just he, he's he, he could he could go out there pitch a gem through seven and change tomorrow, and they if 
they, they blow it, they blow it. It's not nothing he can do about it. It's it's you know what I mean. He's not gonna he's not going nine. I'd like to, I'd like him to go nine and maybe give him a chance, but. Uh, well, I just, think you just, might have to manage like that a little bit when you consider you're playing all these games in a row. It's not like with the days yeah, off yeah. where you could use your A relievers every game. You know what I mean? I would think you got to push your starters, especially Cole yeah. and Tanaka. Those are your guys. Let them pitch. Yeah, but you're, ask, you're asking a manager who has never done that to suddenly change his complete um, outlook on how, on how to manage a game. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's going to push his guy. I've never seen Boone push a guy. I, the only guy I've ever seen him leave in too long is a guy like uh, Cessna. <laughs> it's like, is it, those are the only guys that are a little wise ago. The only guys he ever leaves in too long are the guys who suck and get shelled. He'll, yeah, he Jonathan will, Holder. He'll pull, he'll pull the trigger on a fucking ace faster than you can faster than you can say, is it only the fourth inning? Like he'll, just fucking, he'll go out there and pull your guy just like that just because he thinks he's got a better matchup coming up. I think, I, I think Cole's going to have a long leash tomorrow. I would think Cole. I mean, Cole wouldn't come out of the game. I think you'd have to drag him off, drag him out of there. Um, you know, if he doesn't get 120 pitches. But I mean, you're asking a whole philosophy to to be changed by these guys. And outside of Cole, I don't think one guy is prepared to to pitch more than 100 pitches. No. No. no Tanaka uh, Tanaka's no. not going deep into a game. Tanaka's, you know. Yeah, Tanaka's the guy I would push like six, seven innings. Which, but I don't. They just insist on pitching them five innings and out. Yep. Yeah. 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 My prediction would be we lose tomorrow, win behind Tanaka, then lose game three. I think we're going to go two and out. Two and out. Yeah. Quietly into the night. Yep. Like I said, I just have no faith. I'm so down on this team right now. It's not – I'll be there, you know, wave my little pennant. Go Yanks. (laughs) But uh, Pull your stirrups up. Yeah, I'm not wearing I'm not wearing the whole uniform, I'm not like that. But um yeah, it's uh and it's weird to kind of going through these series and like any team could win this this series. Like I guess I can picture the Brewers beating the Dodgers. Of course. I could I could see any of these teams taking this first series. It's really tough to to map out the world, the it's really unfortunate for like a team like the Dodgers. I I bitched about this uh, format all year, and the crazy thing is, is that the Yankees wouldn't have been in without this format because I think they're the sixth. They have the sixth best record in the AL. Yeah. So under the old under yeah. the old format, we'd be we wouldn't even be sitting here talking about them right now. <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, I mean the Yankees are the last team that should be complaining about having to play this three game series it, it, to any, no. if anything, I don't want to say the word house money, but I mean, wouldn't be here without this format. So they kind of just have to roll the dice. Uh, but yeah, the format is just not, it's, it's not fit. They, I don't, if you're going to expand the playoffs, you have to reward the teams like the Dodgers that win 40 something games. I think yeah. they went 40 and 20, whatever it was. You can't have them play a team that was under 500 and be like, okay, best of three. So you, the only reward, the only reward is you get to stay home for all three games. It's like, oh, thanks a lot. Especially a team like the Brewers, who has a dominant bullpen and could shut, it could just like could shut down a, a team like the Dodgers for a couple games. I could, I could totally see the Brewers taking two. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, different. you got Bueller. I think I saw Bueller start in game one. Who's He's been kind of up and down, right? Wasn't he injured a little bit this year? Yeah, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been Bueller of uh, a couple of years ago. Right, and then, you um, know, playoff Kers- Kershaw has a bad game, and that's it. He showed himself already uh, earlier this week, or earlier or last week, rather. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, and, and Brewers, they they have, like, uh, who are their starters? Like, Woodruff and uh, – Well, well Burns, but he's hurt. Oh, Burns. Yeah, Burns. That's, that's the yeah. killer. I would have I would have given them like them a little bit better in this series if they had Burns, but uh I'm pretty sure he left last start with uh back discomfort. I think he's he's done for the year, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they um yeah, I would give them a chance because only because they're bullpen. They they hang around a game, they they can scare the Dodgers pretty good. Yeah, I think the Dodgers will win, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out. There's nothing that would shock me. You could tell me the worst team, the Pirates, this year. You put the Pirates in a three-game series with the Dodgers, Pirates could win. Eh, I don't know about that. Much as much as the Pirates were our team, I don't know if I'm betting against the Dodgers. Wouldn't shock. Wouldn't shock you though. A three-game yeah, no. series, a three-game yeah. series. Yeah, we um, see it all the time. Do you have any upsets for the first round, or do you want to? What do you have? I do. Or do, you, or do you have? Okay, what are your upsets? Uh, I have. This isn't going to shock people. I have the White Sox over Oakland. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I have the, I have the White Sox in the ALCS. I have the Reds over the Braves. Yeah, the, I saw Reds are Reds are a popular pick right now. I got the Braves going to to the NL uh, CS though. Yeah, I know. I just. I I waited all year for the Reds to fire, and it finally came the fi- the last like week or two of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like, guess it doesn't really mean anything getting hot going into the playoffs because it starts over. I just feel like Bauer is going to win the Cy Young. Then they have Castillo and Gray. Even though Sonny Gray, when Yankee fans hear his name, they want to vomit. Like he's actually been really good for the Reds. So yeah, the they might not mind actually out. having him in a do or die game three. Yeah, and I, like I said, Atlanta. They lose home playoff games. They've made – they did it last year, man. Remember the Cardinals were up 10 nothing in the first inning. Yeah. I can yep, give you yep. a million examples of the Braves losing home playoff games, do-or-die games. They lost to, uh, like I said, the Cardinals last year. They lost to the Cubs one year in the uh, LDS. Uh, who else have they lost to? They lost to the Pirates in 1991. The Pirates <laughs> – no, they should have lost to the Pirates in 1991. Oh, that's right. They won. I was Sid Bream came around. It was the Pirates that were sitting. Oh, sorry. That was the last time they won on the home field was 1991. There you go. <laughs> it may it may have been. They, they lost to uh, – I think they lost to the Cardinals in 2000 also. Remember, they lost to the Diamondbacks the year after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And they had, a, they had a stretch where they lost – oh, they lost to the uh, – I think they lost to the Cubs maybe twice. Oh, the Giants the year with Bonds when they made a run. Mm-hmm. They lost the game five in Atlanta. They lose home, big home playoff games, and it's it's because they have shitty sports fans. It's bad karma. <laughs> I really believe that. I really do, and I could see that. I think this is going to go three games. Maybe I don't know. I could see. I could even see the Reds winning too. I, I don't know. I I could even see that. I, I like this Reds team because I like bringing in Mustakis and Castellanos. Mustakis has won, you know, where he's mm-hmm. been. Obviously, Milwaukee and uh, Kansas City. Obviously, the World Series. Mm-hmm. Castellanos, nice veteran presence. I like the Reds. I like right. them. Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's too – I mean, the Braves are really good, really tough lineup. Um, I just, thought, just feel like they're beatable. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, obviously I picked them, but their they're, uh, starting pitching is 
they don't go deep into games. They're, they, but they have a really, really deep bullpen. Yeah. Um, if, if you get into a bullpen game with any of these, that's, you know, you're at a disadvantage for the Reds. Um, that's really the only reason I took them because I think that you need to have a deep bullpen in this format. You get, you get, it's going to take, if you're going to go three, you're going to need all, you're going to need all arms on deck. And uh, Braves are a team that's prepared for a team like the Braves, team like the Rays, A's, they, teams like that that have great pens. Uh, they're they're well prepared for uh, a a, th- a quick three game series. That's, yeah. a, that's the only reason I have them winning this one. Although, I kind of like in the three game series. I kind of like having the ace up front, like Bauer. I think that's an advantage. If you could just have your ace go out there and throw a gem in game one, you automatically put that team. They're going to be gripping the bats tight. Yeah, I think I just I got to see it. I got to see an ace perform like that because it's so rare. It's a few almost feels like just a a, an oddity if an an ace goes out there and and shuts it down. So maybe maybe now is the time. Maybe it's just like the short season and and teams were just kind of working themselves up into this. Maybe we'll see it. Um, But yeah, I was I was looking a little bit differently. Yeah. So. I, uh, I have the red. I actually have the Reds and the Padres in the LCS. Yeah, I got Braves, Padres. Yep, and I got I got Tampa and Chicago and the White Sox in the ALCS. Tampa. Well, I have Tampa and the Twins. LCS. Twins. Yeah, Twins. Man, I don't know. Twins. I think, I think the, the Twins, twins are, are gonna. I think Twins are gonna bust out. Yeah, yeah, they can hit, man, but I don't like their pitching staff. Like, you have Maeda and Barrios, and they're okay, but their bullpen stinks. Their manager stinks. Like, I don't, I don't know. Their rotations improved, though. Yeah, like last year they were throwing Randy Dobnak in game two against the Yankees. Now they have Barrios as their game two starter, Maeda up front, and they have, you know, Big Mike, another ex-Yankee that could be pitching a do-or-die game. Uh, Big Mike Pineda. I just don't know if these are guys I trust in a, in a playoff series. That's that's all I'm saying. And then if you get – I mean, if you get to see guys like uh, like, like Taylor Rogers and Trevor May, you get to see these guys. Like, I don't like, – you, you'd be licking your chops if you were – if you're a batter, right? Like Sergio, Sergio Romo's their closer. I still, I, I still love – I still love what they have backing, backing them up. And we know we know that's all. The, like, to me, that's it's everything these days. Like to me, you gotta have guys that can that you can trust coming into the games. After you're st- like, you can have these great starters, but six innings is the most you're gonna go. You gotta have guys that, that can back them up after, and, and that's why I, I don't like the Twins. I don't like the Twins this October. So you think Houston beats them, or they get picked off after Houston? No, I think Houston stinks. I think they take care of Houston, and then I got the Sox beating them. That's you know, White Sox over yeah. Twins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see the A's beating the Twins too, though. A's are another team, pretty good bullpen. They're they're kind of. I'll I mean, never pick the A's in the postseason series. <laughs> I know you. I don't have. I don't have them getting past the Sox. So uh, I'm just saying, I don't, the Twins, and everybody's kind of look. The twi- people look at the Twins and because the Yankees are their boogeyman, but I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like that, everyone looks at the Twins as like these playoff failures. You know, all these playoff shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Literally, the last six out of seven postseason appearances have been against the Yankees. So maybe it's just a Yankees thing and not necessarily, uh, you know, can't perform in October sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see them busting out, man. Best home team in baseball. I think they take care of Houston. And then, uh, obviously, whether they play the White Sox or Oakland, I think they match up well against both of those teams. Mm. 
And uh, I don't know. I could just see him. I, I think Tampa goes to the World Series because they're the best equipped. Yeah. They're just, they're, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, you're going to need all 25 guys in this format because you're playing every day with no off days. And I feel like with all the guys in their bullpen and all those bench guys, G-Man Choi, you know what I mean? Like, guys like that, like, there's no – also, also throw into – take into account no fans. Yeah. If this was under normal circumstances, let's say it's Yankees raise, you know, the games in Tampa, it's probably filled with Yankee fans. Yeah. So Tampa doesn't know what a home field advantage is. If anything, it's a disadvantage playing at home. It actually might help them not having fans. It's a, it's a quirky year and like a, a quirky team making it to the series. This makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. I, I think see- everything's breaking right for Tampa. I do. I just, yeah. It does look good for them. Man. Could be there. Yeah. yeah. I in, in the NL, I we we both have San Diego going all the way, but I could see San, just every every series I could say this, but I could see St. Louis giving San Diego San Diego problems. Yeah, you got you got a bunch of well. Got, the, I was actually debating Padres or Reds for those series because I don't like the fact that Lamette and Clevenger's status is up in the air. Like that, those should be their games yeah. one and two starters. Yeah, yeah. Now where are you going? Like Paddock, I, I know I had Paddock on my fantasy team. Not pitched to like a five ERA, yeah. You know, um, after the Zach Davies, who I do actually kind of like, but you know, he's more of like a back of the rotation kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So their staff, I mean, they, their staff worries me. Yeah, and San Diego's San Diego's just a young team. I could see, and a team like a team like St. Louis kind of got a bunch of veterans on it, and a team that they're not going to mash their way, but they get the timely hits. They, they're smart ball players, and they get such an annoyingly classic St. Louis team. But uh, yeah, I, they I, Wayne, they have, I think they already penciled in Wainwright for game three, so he could be the guy that's pitching that. Yeah, Wainwright, out of nowhere, is reviving his career. I mean, he's got, you know, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he just needs to. Like, I think the shortened, yeah, I think the shortened season may help him. Like, he could just go out there and air it out. Yeah, maybe two months. Did, maybe from here on out, he's got to pull like the Clemens and just show up on August 1st and pitch the rest of the year like that. Could be, yeah. So um, it's big question mark for the Padres, though. Lamette has been their ace. Clevenger, big trade uh, deadline acquisition. If, that, if both of those guys can't go, that's that's tough to make a run without them. Yeah, and Tatis has been struggling. And uh, I mean, again, they're just a young team. If you if you get them on their heels, you get, they, you can see they start sweating a little bit. And uh, that could and their be, bullpen could, too could could you know bring them down. Yeah, yep. Their pen hasn't uh, <laughs> been the best. Oh yeah, I, I, that's I can see St. Louis giving them a problem. Imagine that, St. Louis and the Brewers in round two. <laughs> nothing, no. I mean, nothing would shock me. The, the, the no, not in, in a three-game setting. You know, as this, as the playoffs proceed, and it's like a five-game series and a seven-game series, you'll see the better team most likely win. Yeah, but yeah. this first round, man, it's gonna feel like a little bit like March Madness on, especially on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have eight games. You saw how they stacked them, like one every hour. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. Like I hate as much as I don't like the format. Yeah, As like a, a baseball of, junkie, like you gotta love that. And a couple of teams will be fighting for their lives at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah, four teams will be. I yeah. mean, in the in the uh, what was the AL? Yeah, you'll have the four teams that are uh, in do or die spots. Neither of us had gave use to any shot. We've we said every every uh, series either team's got a shot, but neither of us has had Houston as a shot. Well, I mean, I'm picking the Twins. Would it shock you if Granky goes out there and you know? Shuts down the twins like nothing. It's, you're not going to be shocked if the twins lose in the playoffs. We've seen, kind of, yeah. been accustomed to that. 
Yeah, I just feel like I think the whole world feels like Houston's like a dead dead man walking right now. And not saying that out loud makes me worry about Houston. Yeah, they are they are pretty uh they are pretty decent um underdogs too, I think. Yeah. I should see if I can get that. What are the, the series lines? Did you oh, did yeah. you make a pick in the Cubs series? Um, I didn't. I would I would say the Cubs. I just it's I, Yeah, I, me too. I feel like I want to root for the Marlins. That might be my NL team, but it's not. I think it's going to be short lived. Me too. Happy to be there. That team. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they are, man. I mean, and they were very happy the, to get in. It was it was one of the. <laughs> I think maybe the happiest team to make it into the playoffs this year. They I mean, were. it was it was like it, it happened on the anniversary of uh, Jose Fernandez's death, and uh, I think that had something to do with it, but. Um, I mean, they traded away all his ex-teammates. I don't know. Nobody, nobody there really remembered him, but <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I want. I want to. I, I think I'll be rooting for the Marlins, but I think the Cubs are going to take care of business. They're just, they, they're just like that veteran team. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's the game one match? What's the game one match with Marlins? Cubs is Lester. Lester's not pitching game one, is he? Um, I don't know. Let me check that because some. I was looking this afternoon, and some of the uh, some of the games weren't even uh, they well, it wasn't even uh, what do you call it? They didn't even have the, the starters announced. Oh, it looks like it's Alcantara in Game One, and the Cubs it says undecided still. So I don't know. Is Lester? No, it'd have to be Hendricks. I would think over Lester. Uh, you know, I'm going with the Marlins in that series. I'm changing my mind right here. I'm going with the Marlins. It wouldn't shock me. No, I, th- I think yeah. Marlins Reds second or yeah, Marlins Reds second. Wow, Marlins Reds. <laughs> well, Marlins Braves. Just what the networks want. <laughs> Marlins Braves uh, for me, but yeah, Mar- oh, Marlins Braves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like Luzardo is starting for the A's. That's announced now. Granky Maeda tomorrow at two. Giolito versus Jesus Luzardo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right Sox are actually favored in that game. Then you have Matt Shoemaker. Toe in the slab for the Blue Jays. That might be the one that would surprise me the most if if Tampa lost to the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Blue Jays really their got, pitching just isn't good. They got a good chunk of their wins against the Yanks. So yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'd be surprised as much as, much as we kind of thought in the beginning of the year that this was like a, a team to kind of look out for. The, the future is not now for, for Toronto. No, they're still a year away. They got to make some moves. They got to bring some pitching in. Their, their pitching's terrible. Their bullpen's not really good. Uh, definitely at least a year away. Yeah. I mean, Matt I think, Shoemaker starting game one. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think the, the teams that were the future is now are the Sox and the, and the Padres. Those are the two teams that kind of took some strides this year. I yeah. Mean, so- and those teams might even still be a year away, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and like we said, I mean, they, they could be bouncing two days, so. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? So, uh, uh, yeah. So, we both no, have, we no both have, text. so, we both have Tampa winning. Tampa. Uh, uh, winning the Worlds. I didn't really yeah. make an official pick. All I had yeah. was Tampa. I didn't even make a Padres-Reds pick because I'm scared of the Padres injuries. <laughs> I mean, I guess I have to stick with Padres. Yeah, I'll go Tampa-Padres. I'm going, I'll go Tampa-Atlanta. All right. Oh. Um, here's the lines right here. Right, let's hear what you got. All right. So the biggest favorite is the Dodgers, minus 320. Yeah, that sounds right, right? Plus, Brewers are plus 260. Now, 
Brewers haven't named the starter. Woodruff pitched. I feel like Woodruff pitched this weekend. So when did Woodruff? Oh, because they, they had a win. They had a win to get in. They they, had a, they were playing all the way up until yesterday, right? He may have pitched yesterday, which place, means yeah. uh, Brewers. Yeah, he may have pitched yesterday. He may have to go on uh, – or no, they play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I guess he would be available for game three on Friday, which would be an advantage if you can get there. Or no, I'm sorry, he pitched Saturday. Yeah, he threw a two-hitter Saturday, eight innings, two hits. So he, he'll be available for game two, Woodruff. Wow, just bad. I don't, know who, I don't know who they're starting game one. Oh. There's a Brand, little Brandon Woodruff uh, interview. <laughs> thought thought the computer was muted. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm tempted to take the Brewers plus 260 just because that's such a absurd number for a series that's three, going three games. Yeah. And then obviously the next biggest favorite we, we called it, Tampa minus 215. Mm-hmm. Blue Jays are plus 185. Um I, I wouldn't touch that. As much as it's baseball and anything could happen, they don't love that. Um, let's, let's see. see. Let's Any, see Yankees. Oh, right here, I'm on Vegas Insider. It has the Yankees as minus 125, so a slight favorite over the Indians who are plus 105. I don't know. I, I would assume that's because the Yankees are a public team. Yeah. People love to bet the Yankees. I'm not sure that's, they should be favored. Yeah, it's not overwhelming either, that – Number, but yeah, I, I yeah. would flip those numbers though. I think the, I mean, the Indians, as good as Cole is, and he's been, the Indians have the Cy Young, the guys mm-hmm. who win the Cy Young starting game mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then I don't, I just don't love the Yankees pitching after Tanaka, like I said. So I feel like they're in a tough spot. And then the, you know, the lineup's going to go to sleep at some point and not do anything. <laughs> you kind of yeah, know yeah. what's going to happen already. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess Hicks is batting third. I mean, it's just going to be yeah. Hicks yeah. will be in the three hole. Uh, it's just miserable, just <laughs> miserable. Um, so yeah, just to round it out, the Twins and A's are both slight favorites. Twins are minus one thirty to Houston's plus one ten, and Oakland's minus one thirty five to the White Sox plus one fifteen. So I guess not not really under not really overwhelming favorites. I would like lean towards Twins minus one thirty. I know. I don't know. I feel like maybe that line is a little bit – it's not as high as it should be because maybe the average better is going to take Houston. Just look at the Astros defending AL champs. They've been in the World Series. Yeah, I, I, mean, so, I, yeah, I, they're, I, like, they're, I like the Twins at that number. They're going to see them as like a little under. Oh, this is – I could kind of get the house on this one, yeah. Yeah. And then the NL, the Cubs and Padres are both minus 190. So Cubs and Padres are both pretty big favorites. And the Braves are only minus 125 to the Reds plus 105. So the Reds are look like the trendy pick, which is a little scary, but I still like them. I don't care. Does, uh, I guess it was the Dodgers, but the Braves, Braves maybe have the second best lineup in the playoffs, right? To the Dodgers? Yeah. Freeman and Acuna and uh, also on the team. There's two. There's two guys. Danby, Dansby Swanson. Uh, yeah, Swanson. Um, you mentioned Freeman, Acuna. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have a pretty good lineup. 
Darno. <laughs> Travis Darno. He was a three hitter at some point this year. He, he hits. He guy hits. Zuna. Who knew? Oh, Zuna. Yeah, MVP candidate. <laughs> oh, Zuna, who uh, just tortured friend of the program. Oh, tortured man. He just <laughs> completely disrespected the guy and uh, spurned him to an MVP run. That might have been the last Mets game that you watched. The Greek. Yeah. <laughs> for his sake, hopefully. Not ever. I mean, for this season. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe ever. I don't know. Maybe ever. Who knows? Until Stevie Cohen, uh, until the the ink is dry. Oh, that's such a miserable existence. So you're just waiting. You're just wait because what you're waiting for this guy to come in and make a change and like fix all your problems, but you're just waiting for it to happen. It's going to happen. You're like, all right, all right, it happens. He's an owner. It's fucking, I don't know, November twenty seventh. Yeah, now, and you now, still got to hit on those free agent signings. Yeah, you spend money. It's not that easy. Yeah. Now what? Well, yeah. it's, it always seems a little bit easier in baseball to just throw money at guys and they'll take it. If you're the highest bidder, you can get pretty much anybody, I feel like. I feel like yeah, I think that goes for most sports, though, I would say. I think basketball, guys are like football, yeah, but I think basketball, it's just, and football, you got to be a little like more creative with how you spend because of the salary cap. And same thing uh-huh. in basketball, but basketball, guys want to go and play with certain guys. Guys, I don't know if going to the cities matters anymore, but I, I, th- I think that's more player run than it is money run. Now, you guys want their money, but I think they know, like, all right, certain a, a certain fraction of the guys are going to get the big bucks, and you know, and the other guys are going to fall into line. Like, I don't. Uh, there's probably a few middling guys who can be had for the highest number, mm-hmm. but I think there's a lot more. That goes into the teams that they that they go to. Yeah, a guy might take a few bucks less to go play with LeBron than he, than he would to go play. I don't know in anonymity like in Minnesota or something. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm on Odd Shark right now, and they have a little bit different. They have actually have the White Sox as a slight favorite in the series, mm-hmm. and they have the Twins as minus one eighty. So, conflicting mm-hmm. reports here between them and Vegas Insider. Uh, the Yankee line is the same, though. Minus 120 they have it at the Indians. At mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It depends where you can get these, uh, where you can get your prices, I guess. It's going to be, uh... yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of wild, though, man. Yeah, I mean, Wednesday, this week is going to be crazy with yeah. all the games that are going on. And then it's going to be weird because there's going to be no games on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah, the, and the, yeah, back the up division series starts on Monday, yeah. A lot of action, as Worm said. A lot of action. <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of games. Um, let's see. Have you anything else for you? You got anything else for me? We got anything else here? I don't know. You got an NBA Finals prediction? Uh, do are people just getting hyped up because uh, the Heat looked that good, or they have a chance against the Lakers? Man, I think they actually do have a chance. For the first, like I've been actually watching the Heat. Uh, during this run, and we got ourselves a football game here. We do. Lamar making his MVP push here in the second yep. half. Did not like your commentary. <laughs> no. Uh, do you think? I they, think, think the, they heat are, the Heat. The, the, what's the thing? The Heat are deeper. Yeah. And yeah. I, I like the way the Heat play. It's just the Lakers are going to have the two best players on the floor, which usually wins out in the NBA. Yeah, I wonder what I don't know what the formula is 
to, to beat them in a seven game series. But the Lakers, I think, it, I think like the Lakers have kind of coasted here. They, I think they've won all three series in five games. Yeah, four. Everything was four one. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to coast like that. I think you're going to see a sixth game at least in this series. I think the Heater game, you know, Bam out of Bayou, Tyler Hero, mm-hmm. uh, Dragic has been good. Butler, obviously. Like, the Lakers have the two best players, but after that, I would say the Heat probably have the next, like, four or five guys. A good, a good team can beat a, a couple superstars. That's, it's been done. Um, it has been. The blueprint is there. I'm just not sure if it's going to happen. Yeah. But I think we'll get a long series. I think we'll get at least a sixth game. I think the Heat will be able to win a couple games. I saw some, I wish, I don't know who the fuck, it was just some random person on Twitter was like, uh, well, LeBron did prompt Heat like eight rings, so maybe this is one of them. Ah, that'd be beautiful. It'd be <laughs> awesome if the Heat beat them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're our last hope, man. And uh, I think there'll be a lot of people rooting for the Heat. There'll be a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of Heat fans coming up. Which is, yeah. which is amazing because a few years, six years ago, everybody was rooting against the Heat. <laughs> couldn't, right, couldn't now, they're, now they're a baby face, yep, you know. Yep. Did a little bit of a face turn. Here we go. So. Uh, so my I don't I don't I don't have a prediction, but I yeah I want to get your thoughts on it. I don't I don't know. Uh, my prediction is uh, the the blueprint is there for the Heat to win. The Lakers are a pretty big favorite. I saw them at like minus three fifty to win the series, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little bit high. Mm-hmm. But I also the same thing with the Yankees applies to the Lakers. Lakers are probably the most publicly bet team. Mm-hmm. They're a public team. Everyone knows the Lakers, LeBron. Mm-hmm. So they're going to inflate the line a little bit. Uh, but I think the blueprint is there. I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on the Heat. Yeah, I think it's like plus 290 to win the series. It, um, it's there. The blueprint's there. It just comes down to uh, – obviously comes down to execution like anything else. And uh, they're good, the Heat. They really are. They're good. Safe to say Spolstra is a better coach than Vogel, right? Is that – Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Vogel – I think Vogel's pretty good. But, yeah, Spolstra has done a really good job, though. I don't know if that means anything in a series like this. But he would he would be able to draw up the game. I mean, he probably knows LeBron better than any other any other opposing coach in the league. So, I mean, he 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 could draw up the game plan that could force him into the, the decisions they want him to make. You know what I mean? Because if it's if there's one guy who could game plan against him, it's going to be Spolstra, right? Yeah, I don't know if that matters though when it comes to LeBron. I mean, he's kind of a freak. So no, I know it's, it just it, it doesn't matter. Like he's still going to put up, you know, twenty and. You know, close to triple, tri- triple, um, triple double numbers, but yeah. but all, all it takes is all, all you need to do is get him to slip up a couple times to get a W, right? And it's not about stopping him and having to go over twelve from the field and ten turnovers. It's about getting that one, or you know, anticipating that one, and then it's it's as fast paced as it is. It is a game of chess, and it's just it's just waiting for waiting for the right pieces to fall into play. Yeah. So if there's a guy who can prepare his team. It knows you know would know how to play LeBron. It's going to be Spolstra. Yeah, and I think the Heat could uh, the Heat could give him some matchup issues. Sure, they could. They can give him some. They can give him some issues. It's just uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They have, like I said, they have the two best guys on the floor, which is always uh, is always dangerous. In for a fight, though. You think? I think they're in for a fight. Nice. Yeah, I don't think this is this isn't the. Uh, as good as the Nuggets were, these aren't the Nuggets. These aren't the Houston Rockets. Well, I think the Heat are a game team. Was the best? Um, 
was the best game, was the best NBA Finals game. The, the LeBron block. Uh, they passed like ten years. Is that the best NBA Finals game? Uh, it was probably like the most anticipated, most meaningful game. I don't know if it was really that well played of a game. I think both teams were kind of out of gas by that point. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Now I just that was twenty sixteen. That sounds. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen. The year the Warriors. One seventy three. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking about the other day. I don't know what the best NBA Finals game was in the past. I don't know, ten years or so. But I always remember. I remember. Well, do you count like Game Seven, Lakers Celtics? Uh, Game Seven, Lakers Celtics. Well, I mean, if you're talking last ten years, probably like the Ray Allen game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yep, probably that. And that game seven was actually pretty good too. I, I kind of got uh, that was kind of an afterthought and got kind of overlooked. But game seven was really good too because mm-hmm. the Spurs were up for the challenge, and even though the Heat obviously won, yeah. All right, all right. So yeah, that's probably that's probably the best. I don't know the the Warriors Cavs one is going to be remembered more, but I think Spurs Heat in twenty thirteen. It's probably the best NBA Finals of the last decade. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why it came up. I don't know why it came up the other day, but uh, yeah, we got to thinking about it. I think it was just I was talking about the NBA Finals being in June, and usually like that, that that game was on Father's Day and like Sunday night on Father's Day, and I remember watching it. Uh, I think it's kind of like yeah, know, the Warriors were completely out of gas. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, Curry couldn't make a shot. He just had no legs. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember from that game. Not necessarily being a great game, just uh, I don't know. I what, that block like, was a, that block was the play of his career, basically. Oh yeah, without yeah. a doubt, he's yeah. not going to top that. No. Uh, all right, all right. There you go. NBA That'll Finals. Let's go. What an what a start to October. Yeah, exactly what you uh <laughs> exactly what you expect. You have the game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> you have the NBA Finals Lakers against the Heat and you have uh you know, 16 baseball teams in the playoffs. And, and the Yankees might Yankees might not play an actual playoff game in October. <laughs> it may be over on September 30th. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, that is depressing. That's depressing. Depressing, <laughs> the, the sad, depressing truth. It is. It looks like the Lightning are up 2 nothing. so that's, that, uh, that might be it for the, for the hockey season. Uh, oh, well. All right, well, on that fucking note, Jesus, wait, take it on a high note, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to be it for Sunday Poor, I think. Um, we'll be back here on Thursday night. Some NFL picks. We'll wrap up. We'll see who got swept. See who was alive in the NBA or the MLB playoffs. And uh, we can't wait to listen. We're gonna have to have one of us gonna have to have the Broncos Jets game on. So tune in for that excitement. <laughs> I don't know. They, I wouldn't make any promises. <laughs> All right. Well, follow us at Sunday Poor on Instagram and Twitter. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening as always. Have a good one. Alright, see you later in the week. Peace.
right. Good stuff, Vanny. If the Yanks, the Yanks might be playing a do or die game that night, Thursday night. Yeah, I don't know if it's if they're do or die. Maybe we'll just go after. We'll just wait for post game to go. Yeah, hopefully it's like a seven o'clock start. I mean, yeah, tomorrow's a seven, right? So maybe yeah, it might it might be. And Wednesday seven too. Yeah, I'll record at one o'clock in the morning if we have to. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let me get this out. Watch this game, all right? All right. I'll talk to you later, bro.